Hey guys, welcome to The Scoop, where we have real locker room talk with real athletes and coaches. I'm your host, Perfect Purvis, joined with Athletes Forum owner, Jamal Clay. And today, our guest athlete is Darius Lewis. Guys, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, how y'all doing? Very good. Finally, took a couple of weeks off, not intentionally, but good to be back. You know, we only do one segment at a time. They don't know that. <laughs> But normally we try to do like a whole background thing, but times are getting tough out here. But D. Lewis, obviously we talked about it before the show. Like we know who you are. We've seen you. You've been in Europe for a while now, not too long of a while, you know, because that make you almost my age. But you've been around, so you you know what's going on out there. For the guys that don't know you, tell us a little bit about your background and where you, a couple of stops that you made before you got to where you are now. All right, so I'll just real quick. I've done it a few times. Born and raised in Maryland. For those who don't know who Maryland is, D.C., Washington, D.C. I mean, I'm back, out back and forth. I'm basically from D.C. Uh, went to college, D2 in West Virginia. Moved to a JUCO because my coaches told me you need to be a D1. Don't let that size stop you. And went to a JUCO in Cali. And then went to a D1, Northern Arizona University. And then after that, I was trying to take my talents to Australia in a new AGL, the National Gridiron League they started. That's what opened my eyes to Europe in the first place. That fell through. Struggling Spiders gave me a chance. They were GFL 3 at the time. We moved into GFL 2. They're still there. The year after that, Budapest Wolves, we won a championship there. The year after that, I went to Coach Rams in Istanbul, and we had won. We were out there. Played a pit stop in Ukraine, played for Lumberjacks. I've played for the Albers Housing Crusaders in Stuttgart, and then I came across that. And so I've been through a couple teams, but throughout the way, I've met a whole lot of great imports, great men, great people who have taught me things that have kept me in Europe, because I'd be a fool to say I did this by myself and I knew what I was doing. It's talking to the right people and hearing the right thing at the right time. Saying I didn't know about the Australia, but I knew that you had been in Germany and I had seen something about you in Istanbul. A lot of people go to coach. That's a good place to go to, you know, make your network as well. But now you're in Karlstad. I mean, OK, we're not going to talk too much on it, but, you know, that's a good spot to be. A lot of people you get to Sweden. That's where you're going to be. That's, I mean, it's a good it's, life out there. It's kind of like you you choose between, and I'll be I'll be honest. People choose between Stockholm, Orebrew, and Karlstad, and they pick Stockholm if they're chasing money. Sorry to say it. Uh, they go to Orebrew if they got you know quality. They're looking for quality, and then when they come across that, they get a mix of both. And with a big good thing with Coach Kennedy is he talks to you. I mean, he's another American dude. Uh, I think he's from Oklahoma. He talks to you straight. There is no, I'm talking to you, coach, to recruit. No, he talks to you man to man. What are your goals in life? Like, is that something you feel like you can do while you're here? And, you know, I just want to know if I can contribute to you being further in life, football aside. And that's what he, you know, you know kind of sold me. I mean, I already did want to come here, so 60% was already done. But after talking to him, I was like, Phew. I got that, that part that we were talking about before we started, uh, what's the missing element, you know? And he was that missing element that I'm just like, this is somebody who I want to be coached by. Yeah, I was going to say, you need that piece of comfort, right? Because yeah. you know, no one really knows what they're getting into, but the fact that you were able to find someone who 
either remind you of someone at home or was able to relate to and or became that missing piece. It just makes decisions that much easier, especially like when you're navigating through Europe and, and going to different teams and stuff. I got some great quotes for y'all too, in case y'all didn't know. So I, I'll, I'll save that okay. for a little bit before you go, uh, Jamal. Just uh, remind me when time comes. Oh, okay. I got you, I got well, let, us, let us know with that. Just let's just get into it, fellas. I mean, we got a hey, we got a juicy one for you today. We were talking about before the show. We was getting off track. Again, this is a topic that we're trying to reach everybody. We're trying not to be so inclusive or exclusive to just target audience. We talk a lot about the import lifestyle, but we're gonna go bigger than just players, bigger than just coaches. We're talking everybody now. Uh, the topic today is, you know, adapting American football into European culture. Uh, we want to stick it to Europe and not go internationally because it's so hard and so many different cultures. But when I bring up this topic, the thing that crosses my mind is that, you know, American football is a sport that was made for the USA. Like from the inception and it being played at colleges to making it a professional thing and the NFL making it more of a monopoly to, you know, there's millions of kids that are playing this sport and less than 1% get to the top league. And that's still the dream. Like that's, that's how this sport is in the United States. But when you come to Europe, it's a totally different thing. You know, whatever country you're in, People have different agendas, goals, and rules on how they want to do American football. Even looking at the different rules, you got leagues that go by, you know, college rules. Then you have amended college rules. You have safety protocols added. You know, Austria has like the fair catch rule on kickoffs that most countries don't. The ELF is actually yep. using straight NFL type rules. Some leagues allow ties, some don't. Stuff like that, obviously it changes. But just the culture in general, when you bring it over, you have to adapt it. The, the game has to change in some way to survive in Europe. And what I wanted to ask you guys was, you know, what are some of these things that you think can help the sport, you know, grow in Europe by adapting? And as well as what have you seen some of the teams in Europe do already? that makes the adaptation an easy, you know, transition. I'll let you go for it first, Darius. Let us know something. I kind of hinted at this before. I think the first thing is we need to stop making excuses. And what I mean by excuses is everybody says, how come we can't do this the same way? Why can't we do this the same way? How come we can't? You know, that's the first thing that athletes complain about when they come over. That's the first thing I came over. I, I, I went to struggling spiders. Like, I got some free cleats for me. I got shoulder pads. You got a helmet. You got... You know what I'm saying? I pair yes. of gloves and they're like, what you talking about? And I'm like, I get gear. Like I come over here, I get gear. You know what I'm saying? So that's the first thing you learn is that everybody budget is not the same. And you could be within one league and every single team in that league has a different type of budget. So the first thing I think people need to stop making excuses about is saying, well, we want to do what these other people are doing. How about you just do what y'all do here? Because Canada don't follow the same rules as the States. They do what they are, you know, what they can do. They have, they uh, import rules too, which I didn't know about until I had friends play there. They can't have just a whole roster full of Americans, you know? So they have to make adjustments and have their own football. We being European teams over here need to understand that this is European football and establish that first and stop trying to be something else because you keep trying to chase being what the NFL is you're not going to become the NFL. Yeah, that's it right there. <laughs> Preach. That's it. Like, I'm going to piggyback on what you said, man. Like, every league is different. This is another thing. I mean, even in the show, we're lumping Europe together. That's really not what it is. There's 
Austria football, there's Germany football, there's Finland football, there's Sweden football. And every league has to do what's best for their league. And Mm -hmm. I get that. I respect that. But also you have to remember that you're importing a sport that was built to be played in the United States. And for me, when it comes to, you know, the rules, adjust the rules, make it so that it's something that people in your country can, you know, figure out, understand But the, the balls that you use. I mean, buying those expensive Duke NFL footballs don't make any sense to me. I mean, just use some Wilson GST college. Want to give a prime example of a sport that they figured out rugby. Now there's, (laughs) Irish rule rugby, there's uh, Australian rule rugby. Every single country I've been to that plays rugby has their own different rules and the way that they play it. And it's perfectly fine. They understand it and they move forward. Ain't nobody trying to be Australia when it comes to rugby. They, they're trying to just play the game because yeah. they enjoy the game. And the people that's involved in that like bubble enjoy it. So Germany like has found a way to do that. But the higher you get in Germany, the more they want to be the United States, the more they want to be these teams and start trying to do the stuff that they do. And it's like, to do what you do. I think that's why I think Austria, in my opinion, they kind of set the example of, you know, like we don't really play American football. We play Austrian football. And mm-hmm. even I'm not 100% for like the whole not wanting their players to play in Germany or go to the States and stuff like that. But it makes sense because they're building their sport their version of American football. And I can respect that. Now, I'm going to let out off a little steam out here for, for people that don't know. There's some things that I can't respect. And what I don't respect is changing the sport with no purpose or intention. This is something that happened recently that got me a little grind in my gears for no reason. But, you know, terminology. When you're teaching American football, into a foreign country, translation and terminology is always the first thing that gets confused. Like, it's really hard to understand, like, what is a running back? In your language, does it mean running back? Is it the same word? A lot of people will try to use soccer terms or real football terms to describe American football. And what it does is it teaches people a confusing way to learn something. And then when they go elsewhere, there's no connection. Mm -hmm. An example would be like, think about when you're playing football, when you're growing up, someone tells you to run a fly route, a vertical route, or a go route. What's the difference? You you don't really know. They're all the same thing. But however you were taught, the first, that word is what's going to make sense to you. But if you were taught, you know, there's options that these, these are the words you can say for it, it doesn't confuse you at all. So when you're teaching someone who doesn't know, you teach them go route and the next guy teaches them fly route. Well, they're going to have to figure that out that they go together. But if you change it completely and call it a snake route, they'll never understand because you're putting your personal like opinion in there instead of the actual sport. Which brings me to my, my real grievance is people using Oxford English to describe American football, you know, using offense and defense and using the C to spell the offense and defensive words. I know it sounds like right. a little thing, but these are the type of things that get people confused when they're learning the sport. These are the type of things that make it hard to teach more than just the people who are already in the sport how to play it. Because when they look for stuff online, if they type in the word offense and defense with a C, they're not ever going to get anything that says American football because that's not how you spell it. That's not how it's done. And some things like that, I think that you have to – be consistent when you're transferring it over 
Now, if your language has a different word for offense, use that word. So much easier than trying to use a version of English that isn't correct. Just use the word in your language that translates exactly and you'll be able to, you know, be able to get it translated or look for it in a foreign language. So that that's my like, my real grievance is terminology. So I'll pass it to Jamal to say something now. I know I'm kind of controlling the time here. No, I mean, I think just bouncing off that, I think that just comes from egos. Like everyone thinks they know the best terminology or they have the best play or they got the best scheme or whatever. It all, it's all egocentric type, type of thing, especially in, in our sport where you got to be so mentally strong and, you, you know, you want to feel like you know everything or you want to feel like, you know, what you're teaching is the correct way. It's all it's all ego thing bouncing off like terminology and stuff. But what I would say in terms of adapting to like European culture and stuff like that, I would say the grand scheme of things when it comes to like football is that especially in America, is you know, that's essentially the foundation. But I think what a lot of people get confused, and I think Darius had mentioned, is that like we come over trying to change their game versus adapting to their game. It's all the same thing, but some things are different. For example, this may sound like stupid, but I played on some fields where literally like the difference between like the 40, 50, 40 is like 10 yards. And yes, this is not a full 100 yard field. I think you got to be able to adapt and understand like, listen, like they may not have the resources we have. But this is also their game and how they're going to cater it to like their audiences and stuff like that. But look, I'm sorry, I'm going to disagree with you. We don't do this too often on Scoop. Normally, we all on the same side. But I'm going to have to disagree with you and play devil's advocate. Let's just think about this generally. American football, when it's brought over to Europe, the reason that the whole import is even a thing is imports are brought over to increase the level of the game, to increase the lot, the knowledge, to get it closer to the American version, which means why would I have a guy come over and then make tell him, oh, you know what you're doing, but I need you to do it a completely different way because now you're here. If that's the case, you don't need him, right? Send his ass back and do it your way and have your team be as good as you think they are. But that's not the case. You do need or want that player to increase the level of knowledge of both your player, your coaches, your team, your organization, which means even if you want to adapt the sport, there has to be that give and take compromise. It's like, yeah, when you come over, we not, we're not going to have a 100-yard field. That's something you can adapt to. Maybe we won't be able to have people that can tape your ankles or we can't give you gear like Darius said. But that's when my rebuttal would be, but that's got to be where the plan is going, right? And what I'm seeing out here in Europe is that's not always the plan. The plan is, well, we just want to play football, have fun. That's cool. That's cool. Do not bring imports. And, and I just play for fun. I would say that's the plan for probably like 30% of the top teams in terms of, yes, they are always looking to improve, get better, you know, find some type of way to make their organization or develop their youth better. But even you had mentioned it before, it's like, Every country has different rules. Like, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, yes. Like, we want to come over and, you know, make the game better from our circumstances. But at the same time, there's some of the things that we're going to have to adapt to whether we like it or not because they're not going to change it True. for us. Like, yeah, they're not going to change like, it. If, like, I'm, like, if I'm, like, if I'm just bouncing off, you know, what Dad was talking about, like, no matter how many teams he goes to, every team may not have equipment or may not, hey, hey, can you bring your own cleats or, hey, can you bring your own helmet? Like, you know, some teams are just stubborn and they're just not going to adapt. Yeah, we want to increase the game, but we also understand, like, this is not 
what we're accustomed to back in the States. I had a team send me an extra bag, like pay for an extra bag on my flight so that I could bring – and they had this stuff shipped to my house so I could bring them footballs, coaches' pants, whistles, <laughs> stopwatches. Like, they was on the hustle. They were like, hey, you, you, we don't, we'll give you this extra bag. We need you to deflate these footballs. Put them in there because it's too expensive over here. Now, we need to bring that over yeah. for us because we're trying to get better. And I'm like, okay, let's do that. Both of y'all said I agree with 100%. And I think y'all just flying by each other on the same highway. You know what I'm saying? So I 100% get what you're saying that people need to know that they need to adapt. But the part they need to adapt to is not what you think. And, yes, bringing Americans over, you are trying to teach something. However, that doesn't mean you got to teach everything. So uh, let me break it down yeah, real quick. That's a good point. I'm coming over here to teach what I teach in, in, in terms of marketing, in terms of advertisement, in terms of sponsors. And when it comes to terminology and all the coaching and stuff like that, I mean, what the coaches need to realize, and this is what uh, you were saying, Jamal, is that it's a whole different thing of football. You're trying to tell guys what to do that have no incentive to listen to you. You know, in the States, it's I'm paying for your scholarship or – um, yeah. you, you're getting a stipend or you're well, getting, some you get getting something out of it, even if it's just an education. And then if you play after that, you play semi-pro, you're still getting some change in your pocket. You come over here, these guys aren't getting anything. So that is what needs to be, in my opinion, adapted to is that they need to know that this is a whole different football, that these guys are playing just because they want to play. So what is it that I'm bringing about the sport over here? which is what you were saying, Purvis. And what I think it is, is the marketing. So just like you said, they paid you to, you know, put stuff in the bag because otherwise if they ship it over, it's getting stopped at customs. And they're saying, why are you bringing the stuff in? It ain't never going to come. But that's what part of your role is, is to yeah. help them get to where they're trying to get to. And then, yeah, yeah. if they want to have equipment for the players, they need to get more sponsors. I don't know if y'all seen Strawberry Spiders New Jerseys with the city logo on the bottom, like, when I went there, they didn't have nothing. Me and the quarterback was trying to tell them, we will go in the city, we will talk to every, we will go. I told them, I'm going to every bar, I'm going to every restaurant just to show them I'm a normal person. Show them that we have some people that y'all can, you know, invest. Let me throw this hypothetical out here because, as mm -hmm. always, you know, I'm in Finland, so, you know, things different. And a lot of these teams out here, especially when we talk sponsors, and since I got you here, you're a marketing guy, Darius, I'm going to ask you, what do you say to these teams that say, we can't get sponsors? Every team says you know, that. It's football. People Every don't team. care. We can't get people to sponsor us. That's, That's what I heard. A lot of single team says that. And you as the import have to be professional enough to tell them, I know a way. And if you don't, then they send you, they send you back home. <laughs> so – when they say we don't know, ain't, there's nobody that's going to support us. It's like, well, that's my job because that's where I come from. And I know how to get people interested in the sport because I'm not asking them to know what a first down is and get excited. I'm telling them, like, look, this person is giving 100,000 percent of all of his like training that he put together for six months just to get six inches. You know what I'm saying? Like put in. And, and if I can put that in their head. To somebody at a bar who's just having a beer, like they watch their hockey game, they watch their soccer matches. And now it's like, man, like these guys really do like grind it all. That's our job to explain to these companies why they need to invest in us. And the biggest investment pitch you can give to them is if you sponsor us and we win the championship, 
That means after winning championship, we're going to play international games and your company is going to get exposure in different countries in Europe. Is that something that you want to be a part of? And after that, every single company, nine times out of ten, will be like, I'm willing to listen to more. Tell me more about the sport. Tell me why, like, people will watch it. And when people watch it, like, and this is a side note, when coaches say we can't wear different color this, different color that, we have to wear all black or all white under, well, you're not – change you're not giving people anything to watch like people mm-hmm. they, they want to watch this flag they want to see the, the red visors you know what i'm saying you've got your own football over here why are y'all following high school college rules like why what's y'all reason for not letting us wear different type of yep. things we're trying to yep. promote something exciting to watch and everybody has their own unique thing in the end i feel the like friends and family- you're hitting on what people get confused when they look at sport like the nfl and college and stuff is they're like oh well they do things this way, this way, this way. It wasn't always done that way. The sport didn't gain popularity because everybody wore the same clothes. Everybody had the same style. Like, I know you two guys probably know about, you know, the Miami Hurricanes, the U, and how they did when they were in college. And they had Michael Irvin age group them out there. Everybody's wearing the cutoff shirts. Everybody's got a little some type of swagger going on. Like, that's when the sport was, like, gaining popularity. In Europe, people think that like they just skip over that. They're like, "Well, we don't need so, gimmicks. So, we just play football." Uh, you kind of do because people don't really that, want to watch football, right? And what thing Crosstad picked up is they picked up on that. We realized that people in the NFL are wearing the same thing because they are being sponsored. Those socks are being paid to be seen on TV, so they need to be shown on the outfit. It's not because we think it looks good, like. And that's what people miss a lot of times. They, they miss the point of many things in American yes, football. Imports miss the responsibility of properly addressing what things mean. We wear uniform things because we have a sponsor that doesn't allow us to not show their logo. Otherwise, what are they paying for? So mm-hmm. like on our socks, we have a VF and we're not allowed to block that VF or else we get fined. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we get penalized. The team as a whole, not you as a player. The team as a whole gets penalized. So that's why we wear uniform socks, but they get that part. So, and when it comes to a lot of other things, which we can go on at some other time, they miss the point of a rule that they have or why people shake hands after the game or why people do certain traditions in the sport. It's not because we just, we do these and we think it's fun and and, and we're respectful. It's a reason behind all of these. And most imports that who come here for that one, two year stint and never come back, they miss their responsibility as an import, which they think is just to play and coach and to enjoy themselves when it's really to help promote this team with the understanding that you are adapting. However, you are bringing over knowledge that they don't even know about. And I feel like you you hit it on the head there. And I'm going to sum it up myself a little bit here before we change topics. But what you said there is that made so it resounded with me is. You got to have purpose, both as a, a team organization, as an import player or coach. Everything you, you do with this sport has to have purpose. If you're bringing something from the United States over to Europe, say that you want to do a certain drill or you want to warm up a certain way and the team is like, no, we don't do it that way. You immediately should be able to explain why. If you can't explain why, you have no purpose. You have no purpose. You have no say so. You can't make change. Can't make change without purpose. Same thing with the teams. If we don't want to do this that they do in the United States, 
why don't we want to do it? We have to and have I, a reason. We have to have a purpose for everything we do in this sport. And real quick, I'll give you a real tiny example. Warm-ups, for example. When everybody's doing the warm-up, generally, very generally, you know, someone says, uh, knee to chest or like high knees, ready to go. And we clap. The reason why we're clapping is we are trying to make sure that everybody is on the same cadence. Because when you get into the game, you need to be on the same cadence. And we See, tell and everybody can't tell you that. That's what I like about what you're saying. I'm sorry, yeah, I keep jumping right. in. But people need to know, like, Darius out here explaining things to y'all. Y'all need to pay attention. Yeah. Keep, so, keep explaining. I'm sorry. I'm just letting them know. Yeah, no, it's all good. And then, because a lot of times, like, and I throw hints out because I, I don't try to get, you know, people in those arguments. I tell people, keep your foot behind the line. Like, bro, it's just warm up. Like, yeah, it's just warm up. But then in the game, yeah. you can get caught for offsides. And then the coach is going to be yelling at you, but you don't know why you're being yelled at. And then you just quit because there's no incentive. Like, oh, my coach is just talking a bunch of trash. Like, I could be taking my summer break. It's July. But really, you learn in this discipline. So then you have to explain to them at some point, why am I doing this thing where I have to clap and be right on the perfect cadence? Why do I have to be on the line? And this line is telling me, like, it's just a game. And it's like, it's not because it's just a game. If your wife tells you, you got to be here and pick up your son at 3.30, you got to be there at 3.29 and 59 seconds. You got to be right on time. You and your wife, Cadence, got to be the same. If your foot's supposed to be on the line, you're not supposed to drive over that line at the red light. You're going to catch a ticket. And that ticket might set you back. That ticket is going to cost you money. You won't be able to pay your rent. And next thing you know, you use six months trying to get out of a hole. So people don't see this big picture. And this is what at least my opinion of why I played the sport in the first place, it's helped me become a better man, a better husband when I become one, a better father when I become one. So when I tell people I'm playing the sport, I say, they look like I hit a wall in my life where I didn't want to play to win a championship. I wanted to win to become a better man and to help other people become better men themselves. That's when the game completely changed for me. And it was when I came to Europe. So me telling y'all to stand on the line, it's because I want you to, to have this type of discipline in your family and with your friends. And if you leave the house in and you leave your wife with your friends, you're not worried about if something is going to happen or if you got to, you know, double check over your shoulder or go back home. Because that's somebody that you trust. You know what I'm saying? That's somebody that you built this type of uh, discipline. And I mean, and that's like a, a rough example. But basically what I'm saying is like I'm at I'm on defense. I'm at DB. And I have the curl flat and there's something going on over there. I can trust that you are going to do your job so I can turn my back and face here because I know that I'm not going to have to turn around. That's the piggyback on the example I just said. So my whole point in this is that the purpose, like you said, putting your foot behind the line on warm-ups. Why are we doing warm-ups this way? Oh, because that's how we've seen it do it on TV and hard knocks. Anything you see on hard knocks, I, every single team has done and one or another because it, it looks cool. It's like, no, like yeah. y'all are missing the point. It's reality TV that you are watching when really y'all need to be watching why they're doing this. Why are they doing that? Hey, I couldn't have said it better. And, you know, to sum that up real quick, based on what you were just saying, playing DB, for DB to BB, one mistake, balls over our head. And that's why the, the little stuff is, is so important. But before we wrap up, just wanted to give you the opportunity to just Say, you know, what you got going on. I think you guys got some news for us or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, cats out the bag. I've already moved. Anybody who looks at my information can see that I've moved. I've moved to the southern tip of Sweden. 
and everybody's been asking me, and I, I let y'all know, like, like man to man, why I'm, I'm going. I'm moving to a new city, and I'm most likely not playing for Carlos Crusaders. I'm most likely playing for Helsingborg Jaguars with uh, Alpha Jaguars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you said you moved to the southern part of Sweden, it already was in my mind. I was like, this dude going out there with Alpha. When Alpha met in 2010, 2011, going to Combines, University of Maryland, uh, Towson, Morgan and me and him was always locking everything down. That's how we met. And we haven't seen each other since 2011, but we never stopped being in contact. We convinced each other to come and play in Europe and we both was doing our thing in Europe. And then I left Istanbul and came here because I'm like, look, like there's anybody I can trust with everything is you. Me and him been tight ever since. And where I met in Karlstad, I mean, everything is beautiful. My job is nice, it's good pay. The city is beautiful, the team, the coaches, are amazing. There's nothing I'm unhappy about. And people can blame COVID, but I don't, I'm not a man of excuse. I try to take action instead. He's down there and there's an opportunity for me to help build, you know what I'm saying? Do everything that I'm yeah. preaching. Well, I'm trying to practice what I preach and to go down there and start fresh and teach them why the purpose of everything we're doing. That to me sounds like a 30 year job, 40 year job, a job I can have the rest of my life. So yeah. I'm moving on there for my peace and my happiness because that's what I'm chasing to in my pursuit of being a better man. And that's, you know, why I'm moving down there. A lot of people think that. there's some internal struggle going on. It's really not. It's a great program, great organization, great coaches. My job is great. It's the city is fine. I just want to start over and do it right because I have new you knowledge. Know, I didn't have. That, you know, what's interesting. Um, we talked about that Respect. on the show before that, no matter what what anybody does, like you have to go where you feel comfortable and be around people that you know are going to have your back. And I can't remember who I was talking to, but we both were saying like, even here in this import community that we have, that we're building, that we're all trying to stay connected. You know, like if you have that opportunity to be around someone who you know has been through the same thing you've been through. His path is very similar to your path. You know, word on the street is that you locked him down in a championship, but we ain't going to talk about that. But the truth of the matter is, yeah, I slid that in there. I slid that in there. But uh, truth of the matter is like, this is what you have to do. You have to, you know, support your brother, support your community. And you two together, you can build something together that, can compound on top of that, you know? So, I mean, all I'm saying is I'm glad you're doing what's best for you. And I'm even more happy, proud, whatever the right word is that yeah. you guys are doing this together. It just shows that this community is building. If I'm just going to throw this out there, you know, been in this import game a little bit over 10 years now, you know, I'm an OG. So, yeah. Just seeing this is something that, you know, I did not see a lot of recently. So you guys and even us, this whole show that we're doing right now, like this is just, it warms my heart to know that we have this community and we're building it and it's actually going forward. There's fruits from the labor. There's guys, you know, making life decisions like you to do what they need to do to support each other. And uh, my hatches go off to you and Alpha and what you guys will be doing down there in Helsingborg. I've heard a lot of things. We dragged it on a little bit, you know, and I told you that there's no incentive for people out here because it's not getting paid. My solution to it, rather than making excuses, was that if we help them get to college and we get them filmed, that's enough of an incentive. 
if me busting my tail on the field is going to help you get a better life experience and education and everything you want and your dreams in the States, that's why I'm playing. My whole like yeah. selfish aspect of it has gone. So this is what I want to start over with is come bring a whole group of guys up that are starting knowing that they have incentive to play. They have incentive to listen. And you have two guys. I mean, if they do respect Alpha and they respect me, which I assume at the moment, then they will take what we say to heart and apply these things. And I'm curious to see how that grows. So that's why I just want to say, I know we dragged that on a little bit. Yeah, we did. No, you're good. I mean, we'll edit it out and we'll we'll cut it out. We'll probably end it there. But I mean, just hearing that, again, what Purvis said real quick is just like, Damn, like, that's awesome to hear, man. Because it's like, people come and go out there, people obviously don't understand the culture, and I'll say sure before I head out, but like, to see the mindset change from just winning championships to changing lives, not everyone can do that, not everyone will do that. You know, everyone's, you know, I'm not saying it's wrong, but everyone's obviously looking to improve themselves, but if you could do that while helping others along the way, that's a win-win on, on all occasions. Have you checked out Kano's Ready to Wear collection? It's Kano's top-notch quality, but it's team wear made custom for you and your team, so you can rep your squad now. All right, that's it for us today on The Scoop. Keeping the locker room talk real, as always. I want to thank our guest, Darius Lewis, for taking the time to kick it with us today. We wish you the best in not just sports, obviously, but whatever you plan to do in your career. You told us some great news about your next move, and we support you 100%, man. Jamal, anything you got for him? Nah, man, just, yeah, I appreciate you coming on. It's always good to have these, these talks every weekend. You know, the conversation that we had today, man, is they just keep getting better and better and more in-depth, and, you know, you definitely brought some knowledge, and we definitely appreciate that because, obviously, you know, we just wanted to use this platform to just – you know, have open dialogue. And again, mm-hmm. we definitely appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah. So and, and for everybody right, uh, watching, if there's anything I want to pass on, it's, it's have a purpose. Don't think of the small picture. Think of the big picture. Don't think about this one play. Think about the whole season. And, you know, for those of you thinking bigger than that, don't think about the season. Think about a legacy. Not your legacy, but the legacy that you're a part of and the legacy that you can contribute yeah. to. That's profound words. Guys, if you're watching or listening, thanks for watching or listening to the show. It's on YouTube. It's also on podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the Athletes Forum YouTube channel or American Football in Finland's podcast to catch the scoop every week in either video or audio format. We might even be doing it twice a week coming forward. We'll we'll let you know. That's all coming up. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at The Scoop AF, on Instagram at Athletes Forum, and on Facebook at Athletes Forum. And also by following us on all these channels, you'll have a chance to win Team War swag provided by our sponsor, K-Noah. But be sure to follow the instructions in the description below. And that's it for us this time. And we'll see you next week.